0: from occupied Tongva land in Long Beach, California. This is, wait, why am I talking podcast? A show about local current events with the socialist slant. I'm Jordan and I'm here with my comrade Miles. Hey Miles, how you doing?
1: I'm good, I'm good. You know, been doing some reading, uh, enjoying a little bit of wb Bois. you know, that's it. <laughs> you know, just, just as you do. I'm, I'm getting into my socialist roots here, you know what I mean?
2: We all have to, we all have to.
1: Good time to do it. And that's Vic. Vic, how you doing?
2: Not too bad. It's day 64 of this lockdown. Oh. 64 days since I worked for a living, but I'm okay.
0: Relatable, relatable. I hear you. Same here. I've been, honestly, I'm doing a lot of gardening to stay sane and have something to look forward to, Plant some flowers.
2: That's all we got right now.
0: Yeah, that's true. So uh, for today's show topic, considering the heroic things we just mentioned that we're doing, <laughs> we're going to be talking about the hero narrative coming out in our culture right now and the history of that. You know, we're, ta- we're calling uh, grocery store workers and nurses heroes for the first time. And as socialists, we find that a little suspicious that that randomly happened, right? So why is that happening?
1: So recently, one of the places where we have our heroes working is nursing homes, right? And the Long Beach Post has an article out about how many nursing homes in Long Beach are stressed, but they're also hotbeds for coronavirus infection. And so the breaking news is that Long Beach is no exception to this, reporting that apparently a nursing home in the Heights, Bluff Heights neighborhood has like 80 people infected, including the workers and residents. And another home in a Wrigley area reported six deaths and 40 people that are COVID positive as well. In addition to a litany of other issues, not necessarily at these nursing homes, but apparently like nursing homes are frequently in violation of like health inspection and, and basic, maybe not basic, but like hygiene and, and all of the conditions that they need to meet to to function in a healthy way. But yeah, this is, this is a story that the post just broke. Of the facilities in Long Beach, it looks like there's like nine nine facilities with confirmed cases among staff and residents. And every single facility is reporting coronavirus deaths also.
2: Seems like this is just ramping up as LA County supposedly hit its peak. But seems like Long Beach might have its own little peak going on right now.
0: Well yeah, I mean it it even says in this article that out of Long Beach's fifty coronavirus deaths, forty are from these long-term care facilities, which is insane, that so many of the people who have died are from these facilities.
2: I know all the people are more at risk, but shouldn't the workers and the way they operate mitigate some of these circumstances? Or maybe the governor didn't take action quick enough. And this is the whole reason we're here. If we had the lockdown weeks earlier, it would not have been able to spread because obviously it spread in these facilities. Because there wasn't a lockdown, because people weren't wearing masks and it wasn't being taken seriously.
0: Yeah. I think even in the article, they talk about how this is a much deeper structural capitalist problem because it says here a Stanford doctor literally talks about the fact that skilled nursing facilities nationwide have long struggled to provide quality care, but their staffs are often overworked and underpaid. So, I mean, it even says here that you're talking about one employee handling 20 residents a day, and these are people that need like medical attention
2: overworked and underpaid so they're working and the value of that work isn't going in their pocket. Interesting.
0: So it's really funny that we picked this article this week because randomly last week I had walked by this exact nursing facility that they use in this photo because I live a couple blocks from there and I took a picture of the sign out front and for those of you who can't see it literally says
1: in big letters, heroes work here! Exclamation point. Heart, heart, heart. So Heroes are basically just underpaid and overworked workers and laborers. Good to know. Good mm-hmm. to
2: know. Hey Jordan, didn't yeah. you tweet something out about it?
1: Yeah. Basically,
0: I said, you know, we need compassion, not capitalism, which really pissed off the Long Beach, like, you know, TPUSA crowd and the, the little the <laughs> 35 Republicans that live in the city. They were pissed. But I think this, this nursing facility specifically and the ones in Long Beach is like a perfect example to understand Okay, what is this hero narrative for? Why are we calling these people heroes now? They, we didn't call them heroes a year ago. What made them heroes now? Miles, can you tell us a little bit about where this idea comes from of a hero in like our society?
1: Sure, sure. So, in I'm sure many different cultures, but at least in western cultural background, there's the idea of like glory and obtaining glory, and typically this emerges from like warfare, so a means of, you know, convincing young people to go out and try to kill other people and in return even if they die they're glorified right so it's Mm -hmm. like your actions throughout history will, will be remembered and become part of the cultural sort of entity even though your material life will end so it's sort of like this this argument against mundane existence for a glorified short existence that's typically violent or you know has a violent end or a premature end. So at least from my perspective, this is an example of compensating people with social or cultural capital. It's not like, hey, we're going to give you more material compensation for something that's really dangerous. It's like, oh, you'll be remembered. You'll be honored as a hero. And, you know,
0: the list of heroes in modern and ancient society, these are people who are ready to die, right? Like these these are not regular people. They are above the rest of us. And what's scary about this is, you know, especially about nurses and, and grocery store workers, a lot of these people are dying and it seems like this narrative is being used of, well, they're heroes. They signed up for this. Like, you know,
2: yeah. you work at a grocery
0: store and you signed up for working in a pandemic.
2: Yeah, that's not the case whatsoever. That's not the case whatsoever. Wow.
0: I had heard, Vic, I think you know more about this, but they're ending hazard pay for some workers now?
2: Yeah. There, Kroger and Amazon is getting rid of the $2 an hour hazard pay. Kroger is a local grocery chain around here. I know they're around in different states, but they're really big in Southern California. And when this thing first came out, everybody was lining up behind essential workers. The term essential workers came out of nowhere, and we had to, like, you know— Pay deference to essential workers again. Instead of giving essential workers what's essential to live, which is healthcare, housing, food, we give them what, like Miles said, social capital. Here's some more social capital for you. So that's what's going on there. And it seems like in exchange for social capital, they just get to be put on this pedestal and divided from the rest of the workers. So now these workers are essential workers. They're different from other workers and therefore whatever happens to them they've already been been deemed separate so if they die if they test positive that's like miles said it's on them that's what they signed up for They're essential the heroes this labeling of workers is definitely a separation of workers and i don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist but like marx was right like capitalism puts this in the ether and it sticks it in the minds of people. It's like a culture. It's more than just the way like we organize and spend our money. It's a culture. And within this culture, now these essential workers are getting glorified and paid and sacrificed. And it's a way to normalize it.
1: Yeah. And and like how how are they actually gonna be remembered? Like a, yeah. there's there's a lot of examples of people that serve heroic functions in society like prison laborers that go and fight fires. And it's like, are we really fucking remembering those people? Are we really honoring those people? Apparently, they can't even get jobs at fire departments.
0: Yeah, we're not, we're not compensating them materially, like I've said. And we're definitely not honoring them. They don't even get either. This always makes me think of the 9-11 responders. You know, the 9-11 responders literally went into a smoking crater, inhaled a bunch of smoke that gave them lung cancer, all this shit. They were, quote unquote, honored, used to justify a war, like all kinds of stuff. And it has been an absolute hell of a fight to get Congress to approve any of their healthcare costs. And, you know, we've, we've seen this even in the military, right? I was young at the time. I remember when we went to war in Iraq, like the narrative of the troops being heroes really got ramped up. And these troops, obviously, you know, doing war crimes, but... At the same time, like they are were not paid well. The VA, as we know, is a fucking disaster. It seems like this narrative of hero, this isn't new, right? They use hero a lot to not pay workers. And of course there's a distinction between like, you know, people in the US military and like someone who works at the grocery store, but I think they're trying to like blur that line.
2: <laughs> trying to blur the line and I hear the term essential worker used less and now we're shifting to more heroes, which are cops and nurses. Not the lower class of people, which are mostly brown and women working the retail jobs that are, quote unquote, essential.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you brought up that point, Vic. It, like this switch over to the hero narrative and like hero identity, um, because who were the essential workers? It wasn't any of the capitalists it weren't the fucking CEOs. They nope. didn't need to be outside providing food and handling logistics. It was the working class you know so so like that's a that's another point like let's transition this identity of like the working class is essential because they might wise up and be like hey we actually have the power because we're fucking essential and switch it over to sort of like a hero like oh sacrifice sacrifice yourself to serve the whims of the country and the nation
2: that's a great economy point. oh yeah that's a great point
0: well i think vick's right that they're kind of starting to walk this back, right? This hero thing for at least like grocery store and retail people because they're talking about phase two where they're reopening. Even though materially, nothing has changed. The virus is still just as deadly. I mean, every day I read news stories about how it's more deadly. You get blood clots from this thing, all kinds of stuff. Uh, so the virus is still out there. We have a bit more PPE. Other than that, like nothing's changed since February. Like we don't have a vaccine. But I think Vic's right that like they're using the hero narratives beginning to wane a little because they're like, These people were essential, but now everything's fine
1: and the economy is going to reopen, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, that is a good point, which is, I mean, that could be, that could be prep, right? I mean, shift the narrative a little bit. And I mean, Vic, you mentioned that they're eliminating hazard pay at a lot of these corporations. So it's like, oh, I mean, you were, you were heroes. You were heroes for this period of time, but let's, let's be real. We can't put too much value in the foundation of our society.
2: Yeah, it's like we're moving on from these essential workers. Like, they've had their moment. Thank you for your service. You tested positive. Now the economy's open and we could move on from you. Thank you. Like, it's just, it's so gross. And the longer, longer this goes on, we realize it's like, wow, we're just out here. It's like, here's your 1200 bucks. here's your Trump bucks, and we're just out here. Go back to work. It's, oh, Yeah. Very... They're telling us
0: it's safe, you know. Like, but ironically, they themselves—I mean, McConnell—is trying to pass, and the Republicans are trying to pass federal indemnity for businesses the next stimulus bill. So, if it was really that safe, like, why are why do they want that?
2: Like, and, uh, dude, and like this is in Long Beach, yo. But you have other like states opening up, telling people they need to open up. Was it Wisconsin where the Supreme Court overturned the governor and they overturned them? in a fucking zoom meeting because they know, Oh no, we can't, we can't be together to do this, but we need to go send the people out there to go out and go die for this fucking capital. It's just, Oh,
0: well, I, I find it interesting that you, I mean, this is happening in Long Beach too, just like more subtly, right? Like they're reopening retail, but only for curbside pickup. Like what the fuck does that mean? Like, I'm still you're still going to go to work
1: but you're going to drop it off in somebody's car like this this also harkens back like workers fought a long ass time to make working conditions much safer like uh-huh. work, workplace mortality like limbs getting chopped off in factories like that was very much i mean it still happens but it was much 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 more common historically and this to me is sort of like this is part and parcel of trying to roll roll that back like this is that's pretty much what it is. I mean, it, it is extraordinary circumstances, but um, to me, it could set precedence, right? Precedence again to start removing uh, workplace liability for injury. Wow.
0: Hey, you know what they say? Never let a good disaster go to waste. And this is a great disaster economically and health wise to be like, you know, you need a job, like, you know, you need work. Don't ask for these protections. Like, I'm, I'm offering you some money, you know?
2: We don't need protections. We have commercials from corporations that say they care for us. Like, I'm good, man. I'm going to use that to pay my rent and buy food.
1: Honestly, every time I see them, my heart is just warmed up. Feels so, so, so good about all the heroes out there.
2: Uh, Every time
0: I see a celebrity in their, like, parasite-like mansion recording a video on their $2,000 phone that's like, thank you to our heroes. Like, fuck,
1: that's me. I'm that celebrity. Yeah.
2: That's it. Problem solved. Thank you, celebrities.
1: Yeah, I must say uh, I, I get to see these amazing uh, commercials at me, coming at me all the time. Use Facebook. It's the, it's the platform of heroes. You know what I mean? That's where <laughs> heroes go. That's where heroes go. <laughs> swear, It's
0: where heroes go. Oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> and on that note. Okay, well, I feel like
0: I learned a lot about what it means to be a hero, and mm-hmm. uh, turns out it's not just Uh, For Marvel movies, I can be a hero, too, if I work at a grocery store and get underpaid. Thanks for listening to Wait, Why Am I Talking podcast. This has been Jordan. uh, And Miles.
2: And I'm Vic.
0: We'll catch you next time. And don't forget to ask yourself, why am I talking?